welcome to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks and Arnold Reasons. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) No, but um, it's good to be back, bro. It's good to be back. So, I think we should do another Let's Chop It Up this episode, bro. Okay. Um, and I haven't actually read ahead, but I opened up my app. And I've been in and around Matthew just generally lately. I haven't been in this chapter, though. Hmm. Um, but let's take a look at Matthew chapter 9 from verse 1. Which translation? What do you have? What do you need? I don't mind ESV. Alright, let's go. Matthew chapter 9 from verse 1 to 8. Okay. You got this? Yeah, I got it. And getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, 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 um, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid and they glorified God who had given such authority to men. Because that was a minute stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just rereading as you're... So I found it really interesting. He's called him my son. Mm. Because that sounds like something in terms of like the Godhead, that sounds more like God the Father. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. So for me, that was really interesting. Talk yeah. about it, bro. Talk about it. So, you know, Jesus said, you know, I only say what I hear the Father say, and I do what I see the Father do. So for me, in that moment, he was like talking what the Father was saying to that person, because I wouldn't, I don't maybe that's my, my head, my mindset, but I wouldn't have expected Jesus to call him my son. Because in the Bible, it talks about how Jesus is the firstborn amongst the brethren, amongst the brothers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. so I wouldn't have expected That's him to be That's what I was there. actually looking for, I think, you know. Oh, really? She was Googling, yeah, to find the... Because in my mind and in my heart, I was hit, like, because of what you said, mm. I was thinking about that point of, it's almost like, I know there's plenty of verses to back it up, but it's the substitution of how Abba is speaking to the son. Mm. 
and we are benefiting through it if you get what i'm saying yeah because he's yeah, not yeah, seeing yeah. us according to us and our former sins but he's seeing us according to the sun but yeah go ahead sorry, bro. no no that's that that was what jumped out of me um from that because it talks about how you know jesus is the son of god mm. and we've been adopted into the family mm. you know as sons and daughters so it's like in that sense like jesus is like our brother if that mm. makes sense mm. so it's just it's very interesting what were your thoughts on it I'm going to come back to my thoughts. I'm still digging on what you just said, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And I think what was also really interesting for me is that he said to him, take heart, your sins are forgiven. So for me, it shows that when you don't know that your sins are forgiven, Mm. it makes you to lose heart. And I think it reminds me of that verse where it talks about boldly approaching the throne of grace, Mm. where you shall receive mercy um, in your time of need. And it's that thing of knowing that we can approach, Mm. you know, there is provision for our sins to be forgiven. And it's it's amazing that Jesus was saying this before he'd even gone to the cross. Yeah, yeah. Galatians 4 from verse 4 says... But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. That's so interesting, man. It's so interesting. Like, I'm still on what you said, bro. Hmm. I'm still there. One, how you have somebody who's suffering from symptoms that, based on even what the Savior has said, are connected to his sins. Hmm right because the guy's is paralyzed and the response isn't the response is take heart my son your sins are forgiven so number one number one is even highlighting the fact that he is seen as a son and that same spirit of the son which has been sent into our hearts is almost being highlighted through that, right? Mm, mm. Um, and it's interesting how sonship is what is highlighted before sins being forgiven. Mm, mm, right? Because mm. we already know, bro, like you can be the person that escapes the sentence that they deserve, but is almost like like imagine a murderer right what would we say of a murderer who was due the punishment of life sentence in prison Mm. who was then told all right cool you don't need to go to jail it would be an outrage all of Mm. society would be crying out about it Mm. right 
And I think that's the difference between a situation like that, where it seems like, no, this is unjust, this is wrong, something has to be done. This person is a pagan, whatever you want to call them. Pagan. <laughs> <laughs> They're <my> pagan. Anyway. pagan. <laughs> I think that's the difference between that mm. and by highlighting him as a son, which refers back to the Galatians verse and the spirit of his son being sent into our hearts and us being adopted, it's almost like the why and the justice as to why his sins are forgiven. Why? Because the saviour went to the cross. The saviour paid for all of our sins and our transgressions, right? Hmm. Um, um, go ahead, bro. I think, I think there's a difference also between, like, if we go back to that murderer example, right? Yeah. There's a difference between, okay you've been pardoned, you don't have to go to death row. There's a difference between that and going back home to your parents. Mm. Because your parents could be like, you've disgraced our family. Yeah, I can't believe you're capable of this. Yeah. Okay, you know, the court hasn't sent you to prison, but you can't come home. You're no yeah. longer our son. Yeah. We disown you like, that's different. Yeah. You know, you can be forgiven by people but if you can't go home and people don't see you as the son anymore like, that's different mm. but it's like we get both we get forgiveness and acceptance it's not just mm. we've been pardoned our sin mm. you know we've been accepted back regardless of what's happened mm. and even just thinking about the fact that this person is a paralytic like they're mm. paralyzed. So it's like, how would you describe being paralyzed in the most simple terms to someone that doesn't get it? You can't do anything. Mm. Do you know, that speaks so many volumes because I then think about grace. Mm. By grace, you have been saved through faith. Mm. And this is not of your own doing so that no well, one can boast Ephesians speaks about right but it's the mm. gift of God mm. and I know we're talking about someone who was physically paralysed but it's like what it represents is again and what no I'm seeing power. it representing is someone who has no power to mm. deserve the forgiveness to deserve the healing to deserve any of the benefits that they are engaged mm. in mm. and the only reason why they granted it is because of their sonship mm. Mm. And that sonship which someone else has paid for. Like it's yeah. literally nothing yeah. to do with you. Yeah. <clears throat> this is not somebody who's an unbeliever. And not just like this is actually someone who is from within the kingdom because he's identifying him as a son. Hmm. So I think the other thing that I'm seeing from that is that you can be within this kingdom. Mm. You can have your sins forgiven, mm. but you can still live with the, with fruit that is inconsistent with your identity. There are so many Christians that live with an orphan mentality. Talk about it, bro. So... Talk about there it. are so many Christians who do not know mm. of their sonship. Yeah. Who yeah. do not, they don't, 
they don't really realize and understand what that actually means yeah and so they live like orphans they live like mm. people who have no parents mm. who have no father mm. and that mm. is really really sad mm. Mm. no it's so true man and it's like imagine how long you might lie there on a bed paralyzed unable to do all of the stuff that you're seeing people around you doing right because yeah. being on a bed paralyzed like the most you can do is watch because you're not blind from what we can see right yeah and so with your eyes you're able to see the people that walk past every single day you see them going to their jobs. You see them laughing with their families. You see them lifting up their children. Mm. Like you see them going through all of the experiences of life mm. and life in its fullness, right? But yet you're lying there down as the paralyzed person who can't partake or who isn't partaking. In that last verse, yeah. it says... When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God who had given such authority to men. Mm. Right? Mm. And this is where, like, the living like an orphan mm. is because, like, you don't know the power of the name that we've actually been given. Mm. Because back mm. then, you know, if you say in the name of the king, mm. you'd do it whatever meant, you like. Yeah, yeah. You know, it meant literally like yeah <laughs> and it's like we've been given that we've been given a name that comes with all the authority in heaven and on earth like it is that name mm. and i think that is what we are missing sometimes as christians is the mm. the real understanding of the authority that we have been given mm. in the name of jesus as a result of our sonship and adoption exactly because it's like it's like he shows up yeah so there was one preacher he said about um when the devil looks at you in the full armor of god or wherever it is it's like he doesn't know it's you mm. all he sees is what it represents <laughs> do you know what i mean he just sees oh that's the full armor of god it could be jesus in there it could be <laughs> you don't know who is in there it's only once you take off your helmet that he knows who it, who it is. Then he's oh like, oh, my life. yeah, that's Arnold. Let me get Man it. I know him. You take off your helmet, helmet of salvation. Salvation. Oh, bro, bro. Yeah. All he sees and all he knows is that person is armed and dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't want to find out who's in it. And the helmet is what protects your mind, your mindset. Like, that's Come really on. important. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. when you have the mindset of an orphan, like, you're not wearing the helmet, helmet of salvation. Mm, 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 mm. You know, so but what? Yeah, yeah go on. No, no, go. go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, no, you go. Don't worry, I've got the gear shift. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All I was going to say is, is that the crowd saw it. Yeah. And they could see that, okay, we have authority. And it's like yeah. they've been wanting that authority. Mm, mm. And this was like a shifting moment for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because yeah, they yeah. hadn't had it for a long time. Hmm. Hmm. shift the gears bro so rewinding back to what you said about how many Christians live as orphans hmm. let's get into that why do you think that is like what do you think is or even are some of the reasons behind that 
I think sometimes we don't really understand or connect. I think it's more connect mm. the concept of God as Father, mm. right? Because you really have to get in the mind of a father mm. to process some of these things through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so like when Christians say, "Oh, God made me sick," it's mm. like, would you make your kids sick? No. Would you make princess sick? Huh. No. No chance, bro. Like you would, if you see her sick, you would be like, "Let me take it from you." Yeah. yeah. And sometimes yeah. some of the things that we say about God, it's like, do you realize like He's a father? Mm. And you know what it says about you know what father if his son asked for bread would give mm. him a stone? Mm. And it's like how much more like God who is not wicked? You know, even mm. the wicked people can do that. But sometimes I think we don't connect really what that looks like and how God actually feels about it. We actually did a whole episode talking about which of you, if your son asked for bread, would give him a serpent or a stone, whichever one it was or whatever. Pete, do you remember what episode that was? Yes, sir. That was episode 98, Talking Specifics in Prayer. Why do you think um, people have the orphan mentality? Um, I think we spend a lot of time talking about maybe like some of the surface level parts of salvation, what it means to be a follower of hmm. the king and all of that kind of stuff. Hmm. And we spend a lot of time maybe focusing our minds on what well, this means I ain't going to hell. This means hmm. that I'm going to spend eternity away from punishment and somewhere hmm. in a heaven as we would describe it in our own minds. Um, but I think we probably don't spend enough time exploring what this kingdom that we've come into is all about mm. and the nature of the relationship that he's calling us to as well. Because if I'm so focused on, oh man, all right, cool, I'm not going to jail, mm. right? Mm. Mm. man i know everything's gonna burn down at some point and i'm gonna be good and that is it then i have a limited view of everything that the savior preached about and came to introduce us towards and to even illustrate it a little bit further i'm going to talk about one of my favorite um verses and parables in scripture um in matthew chapter 13 verse 44 which says the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field <laughs> hashtag rtb verse <laughs> which a man found and covered up then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field hmm. one of the things that one of the things that abba's highlighted to me when i've studied these verses is how the guy finds some sort of treasure doesn't sell everything that he has to buy the treasure but he sells Mm. everything he has to buy the whole field Mm. right and in meditating and reflecting on these verses one of the things that i've seen is that the treasure for a lot of us that is the reason why we've entered in Mm. is because we see i ain't going to hell i have life after death i am forgiven right 
And so we see that piece of treasure, that one little nugget, which it's not small at all, but it's a it's very great value. It's very important. We sell everything to buy the field, but we just go and sit in that field and just stare at this one piece of treasure till kingdom Do you come. Do know what? Right? I feel like it's almost like this, right? If you found a billion dollars. Yeah. I found a billion dollars. Yeah. Right? So like you yeah. said, it's not a small thing. Yeah. But let's say what you're actually in is Elon Musk's backyard where he hides all his money. Yeah. And you found a billion dollars. Did you find all the treasure? Bro, no. and, and this is the thing, right? Mm. Mm. Is that because we're so dumbfounded because we don't know treasure like what we found, right? Mm. So it's like you can understand why mm. I stop. could be in awe for the rest of my life on earth about this one yeah. piece of treasure Just I found because it really is of great value, mm. right? But where we miss it is that, like you've used, mentioned with the Elon Musk example, we don't explore the rest of the field that we've purchased, mm. right? We don't dig for more treasure. Because the whole reason why you buy the whole field rather than just that piece of treasure is because there, if you found one piece of gold, mm. it's likely there's more. Mm. And I think that is where some of our problem comes from is that we're so focused on that mm. eternal life after death, never ending Sunday service, perception of heaven and stuff like that, rather than seeing that no, there's actually way more to this. And that mm. was that was what was meant to get my attention to mm. even buy this field, right? Mm. But what I'm meant to do is to seek out, to seek so that I can find more, right? Mm. Practicing what the Savior mm. said. Knock <laughs> and it will be answered, mm. opened unto me. Mm. Dig, it doesn't say it there, but I'm going to mm. put it in there because I got a field, mm. right? Mm. And discover and as we dig and discover more within the field that this kingdom is likened unto, one of the things that we discover is what this sonship really means, what this relationship really means. Mm. And that takes work because, bro, like, I don't know how much digging this guy had to, to do to find this piece of treasure. But after you found that one piece of treasure, to now start digging to find how much more treasure exists in this land that is labor that is work that is doing what may cause me ache and pain in order to find it's toil do you get what i'm saying it's 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 what we don't want to do it's searching the scriptures to understand okay i'm now in this kingdom what is the king's way like you say that i am like we said in these verses from galatians it says that he sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons what does adoption as sons actually mean and how should adoption as sons affect my life and i think sometimes what can also be missed is that yeah. yes we are meant to search we're meant to seek mm. but it's not like a vain effort yeah if that makes sense it's like God wants to reveal these things to us. He wants us Absolutely. to know these things. Yeah. And he's given us the Holy Spirit to help us in mm. our seeking, to help us in our finding. Mm. Mm. And I was reminded of the verse in Ezekiel. And it says, um, in Ezekiel 47. Yeah. And it says, basically, then he brought me to the back door of the temple 
and behold, water was issuing from below the threshold of the temple towards the east. The mm. water was flowing from down the south end of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Mm. Then he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside of the outer gate that faces towards the east. I'm sure all these things need lots, need lots of things, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and behold, the water was trickling out on the south side. Yeah. Going on eastward with a measuring line in his hands, the man measured a thousand cubits. For me, the man in this is like the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Please correct me if I'm wrong. For you Bible scholars out there, I don't know. I'm just going on what I've been told. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then led me through the water and it was ankle deep. Mm. Again, he measured a thousand and led me through the water and it was knee deep. Again, he measured a thousand and led me through the water and it was wasted. Again, he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass through for the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in, a river that could not be passed through. And for me, that is the, the same principle of how we grow in God mm. is that thing of the Holy Spirit will lead us and show us along the journey, but yeah. we also have to move. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. To, to more and more depths, to more and more depths. Mm. You know what, when Paul says about that, they may comprehend oh. the height, the depth, the length, the width and of the love of God for us. And that's part mm. of how we get led through that. We don't just have to make that on our own. Mm. Mm. Um, and that's what, that's what is wanted for us. That's why the Holy Spirit is here. Mm, you know, mm, it mm. says about how the Holy Spirit is here to to lead us into all truth, mm. to lead us into the knowledge of the truth, which is also mm. the knowledge of Jesus. And mm, Jesus is mm. the physical embodiment of the love of God for us. Mm. Oh my goodness. Hmm. Um Ephesians 1, something that you said is what led me to these verses. And I can't remember part of what you said it was. But <laughs> anyway, Ephesians 1 from verse... Sorry, how did I... Ephesians 1, man. We might have to do the next episode on Ephesians 1. Um, <laughs> Pause. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. Maybe let's do that. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm so, intrigued. man. I'll say the part, there's a part of it, but I think going back right, from before them. is probably going to be them, relevant. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Ephesians 1 from verse 15. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of of his mm. glorious inheritance in the saints 
and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named not only in this age but also in the one to come I just <sighs> what it was that drew me to those verses was having sorry the prayer that the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom mm. and of revelation in the knowledge mm. of him the father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him paul his prayer towards these saints who were believers part of it was that the father of glory would give them the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him that's what he was praying for it was one of the things he was praying for anyway. Right? And because this is the funny thing. That's not even what drew me to those verses, but I found it there. Treasure. Mm. Right? Because <laughs> mm. I was actually drawn because I was seeing the whole thing about having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. But right. as I went back, I saw it. Mm. The prayer includes specifically that the father to an orphaned generation. Right? To a generation of Christians who who lack understanding and insight into who the father is and what that means for them his prayer was that the father of glory would give them the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him show us the father John 14 I knew I didn't make that up man <laughs> you know sometimes yeah you get a little something come to your mind and you're yeah. like did I make that up but it's the Holy yeah. Spirit bringing it forward um and thank God for Google and having a decent typing speed John 14 <laughs> from verse 8 <laughs> John 14 I want to see what's there man Philip said to him Lord show us the Father and it is enough for us And even bit like, bro, I don't want to jump around too much, but I'm just going to read the verses before because I know it's all relevant. From verse one of John 14, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many rooms or mansions, depending on what version you read and all of that. If it were not so, I would have, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going, Thomas said to him. Lord, we do not know where you are going. Like, stop tripping out. We don't know what you're talking about. How can he didn't, he didn't say that? That's my version. How can That's we the Gen know Z the way? <laughs> How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. Mm. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And that's when Philip says to him, Lord, show us the father and it is enough for us. 
Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father? I am in the Father, sorry. And the Father is in me. That's how some different ideas are born. <laughs> the words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. The Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on the account of the works himself. Show us the Father. He says to them, I've been here all this time. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you know me, you've known the Father. Right? And maybe that is where another part of the problem lies in answering that question about People why. Don't really know. Yeah, they, we 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 don't. <laughs> well, I, let me not include myself in that. I know that sometimes that helps with you know, but me, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know him. He's like y'all over uh, there do not I, know him. I, I know him. I don't know about you guys. And I'm not <laughs> going to speak on whether you do or don't. I'm just going to say I know him, and I'm coming to know him more and more by the day. But but I think that's the real thing about it, right? Is yeah. Do we really understand and know? Because no isn't just yes. Like if you ask people on the street, do you know who Jesus is? Yeah, of course I do. But like, mm. do you really know him? Mm. Do you mm. know why he came? Mm. Do you know that? He, do you know that? Do you know the real motivations of his heart? Do you really know him? Mm. 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 so i've just gone to strong's our boy strong's from that verse seven mm. to look at the root word for no no yeah mm. one of the no's anyway i haven't checked mm. if all of them are exactly the same so that's somebody else's homework <laughs> to come and let us know. <laughs> but um, the description that's coming back is to come to know, recognize, perceive. And I find it interesting that recognize is even in there. Yeah. Right? Because, I was just thinking that too. Like, if you saw me on the street, Tolly, you wouldn't question if it's me or if it's someone else. Why? Because you know me. You know how I look. You know my facial features and my bodily features and everything else. Unless I've been away for a long time and I've been gymming like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know my voice. Like, you, even without seeing me, you could recognize whether it's me in the room or not. And vice versa, right? Do you know the reason I'm laughing is because of, I don't know if you saw in the WhatsApp group, but... We, Carl and I were watching some random Instagram video and there was this yeah. screenshot of this woman that looked yeah. like Nash. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to post in the group be like, Nash, is this you? Yeah. And she's like, what? No. And I'm like, honestly, I was so like, but it looks just like her. Mm. So when you were saying about, you know my face, I'm like, I don't know anymore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what has been produced as a result of this this uh virtual <laughs> yeah bro because right? bro you don't know if it's that person or not anymore it could be that mm. person they could have stolen a picture they could have morphed it. like people do anything now ai bro it's crazy deep fakes bro yeah man <laughs> oh but it takes time to confidently mm. recognize someone mm. my sheep know my voice is another verse that came to mind when he said that to the disciples mm. right it's 
it's all of the things that you would recognize somebody by are a mm. result of the time that you spend with them. to 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 be with them to develop a relationship with them and to 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 know them intimately right oh, do you know and what i was just thinking go on bro is that when the serpent came to Ooh. to eve mm. he's and even when he came to jesus mm. the words that he spoke sounded like they could have come from god <laughs> You know, mm. so did God really say, like, are you sure you you heard really what he said? Are you sure mm. you know what he said? Mm. You know? Mm. And in the in the in the temptation he said, you know, doesn't the Bible say da 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 da? And it's testing that, like, do you know the voice of God? Mm. Do you know what he's been saying to you? Do you know what he would say, what he wouldn't say? Mm. And that is one of the key tests that the enemy uses a tactic as exactly. the root of it is do you know him exactly like when you are faced by thoughts of anxiety to do with where your next check is going to come from or how you're going to make it through being fired mm. from your job or whatever it like do you know him is mm. the question right mm. and i think that's where the whole concept of faith always comes back into it because if you do mm. know him Mm. and you know him as your father and the one who who through his word has revealed to us that we should take no thought for tomorrow for tomorrow has enough evils for itself mm. and that he gives us the example of the lilies and the birds and uses those examples to say to us like quit the anxiety mm. i care about you and mm. your needs and i will take care of you mm. like whatever that situation is that is flared up in our lives whatever the feelings that we feel as a result of it and the concerns that we may have too, the real thing that is being tested is, do you know him? Mm. And when the answer is yes, though we may have moments where we feel a little bit of a wobble, maybe cry our tears or whatever else, mm. there is something that causes us to rise and keep going. And that's because we do know him. Right? And... And we use what we know about him, concerning him, how he is, what his thoughts are to our, towards us, his plans towards us, the fact that he relates to us as a father. We then remind ourselves of those things, hmm. especially through his word. Hmm. I think that's so important. I think that especially through his word is it's like how else do you really learn to know the voice of God mm. and it is really through his word hmm. and isn't that a challenge right there boy because mm -hmm. how much because, time do we really spend in his word and is there a correlation between how much time we spend in his word and how much we know him and how we actually respond to mm. some of these situations. 100%. Well, ain't that food to, to, to stew on for the next yeah, week? Yeah, there will be two of this one. <laughs> <laughs> this was one big, big meal. Yeah, man, chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> Make um, sure you chew. You Sorry? 
I said, make Just, sure you chew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to swallow it whole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts, your feelings. Hit us up at info at reasontobehold.com or on Instagram, reasontobehold. We will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.